Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the very first episode of Mind Love. Today's episode is all about taking big leaps. Turn up your frequency with Mind Love. Bite-sized brain hacks for seekers, dreamers, and doers. It's time to give your mind a little love with your host, Melissa Monti. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of Mind Love. I'm so excited to be here. It feels like a lifetime in the making, but probably for me, it has been. I chose today's theme because it's exactly what I'm doing right now. I am leaping. I'm making a lot of life changes right now in order to devote my time to this, and I couldn't be more excited. Mind love is devoting the time to our mind that it so deserves. A lot of things in our life are run by our minds. Actually, everything is. Perception is key. That's why the world's most successful people always talk about staying positive and keeping a gratitude journal, power poses, all of these little tricks that help you have more control over your mind or your thoughts. It's because the way we perceive the world dictates the way we interact with it. It all starts with the mind. I've always been a naturally curious person. I am the person who dives in yelling, all things are possible. I'm definitely not a cynic. For as long as I can remember, I've been saying that life is like a video game and you have to level up your character. And I honestly believe that. And it's probably why I'm certified in everything from yoga to skydiving. And I seek out experiences like ecstatic dance and sensory deprivation tanks and cryotherapy. But I think life is about challenging yourself and really diving into the human experience, seeing what's out there. So my goal with this podcast is to take my hours and hours of research and guinea pigging myself and bundle it up into a nice little package that's under 30 minutes for you to enjoy, absorb, and then implement into your daily lives so you can start making those small changes one day at a time. But how did I get here? I'm going to take you back. I tend to be an oversharer, so we're going to get deep here. But I'm a really firm believer that having an open dialogue about the things that we go through is really important for our own individual growth and to help us realize that we're not alone. If you're the type of person that likes to keep everything all rosebuds and lollipops, more power to you and go ahead and skip to the eight and a half minute mark. Otherwise, stick with me for a few minutes and we're going to get real close real fast. So here goes. My life wasn't always sunshine and shavasana. 
Okay, so it kind of was sunshine until until about the age of 16. And then tragedy struck. Again, and again, and again. In a two-year period of time, I had my first Me Too moment. I'm not sure if it's appropriate to call it that, but that's what I feel comfortable with right now, so that's what I'll call it. I won't get into all the details of that incident in this episode, but I will say that it changed me a little bit, and I did not realize it at the time. I told a few people to gauge their reactions, and instead it got all around the school, and I felt like it was my fault. And it wasn't my fault. It wasn't just some bad, drunken decision. It was one of my first times drinking ever. And I was unconscious, and it's what I woke up to. I was still very much dealing with that. And then a very close friend committed suicide, and it was the first time I had ever lost anybody. And then my dad died of cancer. I was going into college with baggage. I really prided myself on the fact that I thought that it didn't affect me that I was just going to power through and that I was stronger than that. And something about that denial probably made it affect me more because it was this deep hurt that I was covering up and it was leading to a lot of bad decisions. I was binge drinking every single night. Some can call that college, but it's not healthy. And I was taking it further than most people I knew. People actually called me party girl because I was at every single party until 5 or 6 a.m. I was the last one going. I also was addicted to a very high dosage of Adderall, especially for my size, that I took twice a day. By my sophomore year, I had developed a dangerous eating disorder. There were days that I didn't leave my house because all I was doing was binging and purging. Thinking back on those days makes me want to cry. It was really hard, and I would sit there and think, I can never be with somebody because how will I hide this? Or I'd get really anxious in social situations or going on trips with people because I was worried they'd find out. And to top it off, as minor as this sounds, I even bit my nails down to the nail beds to where they were bleeding. In reality, all of these things were a really big reflection of what was going on inside. Just a deep, deep pain covered up by my laid-back, nonchalant, let's-take-a-shot type attitude. I always wanted to be the fun one and the life of the party, but really I was just partying with people who didn't really care about me, so I didn't have to be alone and I didn't have to feel what I was feeling. And if you think that was my rock bottom, it wasn't. My rock bottom came soon after when I ended up in a really bad relationship. It was really manipulative, and he was battling with the death of his father, which was something that I could relate to, and I had almost too much sympathy for. But I was sure that he was cheating on me, and I couldn't take the pain anymore. So I decided that the only way I was going to get out of it was if I left. So I called a friend who was living in Hawaii and went and stayed with her for 30 days. When I got back, he had said that he had been getting help His mom had given him some money to get his jewelry selling business off the ground, and he seemed to be doing well. After only a few days of me being back, suddenly we were arrested, 
and I was left scared and confused in this jail cell with 20 other people who ended up being fairly nice. One of them helped put the sheets on my bed, and I joined a little circuit training group that happened at 4 p.m. every day, and, and all I'm thinking is, I don't belong here. My mom works at a church, and my stepdad's a retired police officer. What went wrong, and why am I even here? The next few months were like a whirlwind, with information just unraveling around me about this man who I had been living with for 18 months. He was addicted to meth. He had been robbing houses. His jewelry business had never been legitimate. It was all stolen jewelry. And he had been cheating on me with a girl who looked a little bit like me. He even convinced me to let him pick up my dog from my mom's house because he missed him. And really, he just went with his girlfriend and, and played house in other people's houses. And now I was left picking up the mess that these two left. But there's really no greater sign that you're hanging with the wrong crowd and down the wrong life path than sitting in a jail cell for somebody else's mistake. Why didn't I feel worthy enough for anybody else? Why wasn't being alone better than being with this person? I knew something was going on. It never felt good. One morning, I was lying in bed until the middle of the day because I had been partying until dawn, and a little voice just said, Get up. Get the fuck up. So I did. And I wish I could say it was that easy, that I just got up and made changes and here I am now, but that would be much too short of a story. It was a roller coaster of ups and downs for years, but I at least had this little seedling inside of me that I was going to try. And the more I learned, the more I became obsessed with mastering the human experience and being my best self and getting the most out of this life that we have. Because I saw how easy it is to sink lower than I thought I would ever sink, but how powerful and effective the right mindset is to dig your way out of that. I found the book The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. This book was the first book that taught me that I was in control of my own happiness and that other people's unhappiness, anger, and blame are all symptoms of their own poison and it shouldn't affect me. This book opened my eyes. I feel like personal growth has compound interest. You feel like you're barely moving along and then suddenly you just shoot up. That's been my experience over the last decade. About nine years ago, I decided to move to LA to get away from all of the things that were dragging me behind. It was in LA that I took yoga teacher training and finally found a core group of people that are not just like-minded, but they feel like second family to me. People whom I can bond over meditation and mindfulness and harnessing my inner peace. I now rent an office in a co-working space full of other entrepreneurs who are all figuring out what kind of value they can add to this world. I'm married to the love of my life. He's someone who pushes himself and pushes me just as hard. Somebody that I can share all of these things with, even if they sound quirky, and he'll dive into it with me. 
I've been working at an executive level of a startup for the last few years, and now I'm making this podcast with you. But I really believe that none of this would have been possible if I wouldn't have worked on myself first. It's like when you're in an airplane and they tell you to place the oxygen mask on your own face before you try to help your children or somebody else. The same is true for self-love. You have to learn to love yourself before you can truly love others. And a lot of times, your life on the outside is a reflection of what's going on inside. And to be honest with you, I still have a lot of work to do. So we're in this together, just figuring shit out because life is complicated. But there's power in numbers and accountability. Some days my life is like a culmination of every productivity book you've ever read, and I feel like a powerhouse. And other days it's chaos and immaturity and crying over cat videos on Facebook. And if I learned anything, it's not to take yourself or life too seriously. Make time to play, and above all, find gratitude. Gratitude is the gateway to abundance. It tells the universe that you are ready to receive even more of everything that this life has to offer. So I'm grateful for this journey, and I'm even more grateful for each and every one of you because you're helping make this dream possible for me. So I hope that in return, I can share the value by giving you something that you look forward to listening to each week. The Mind Love Podcast will dive into everything from productivity principles to lucid dreaming to breathing exercises that make you hallucinate. So get ready to raise your frequency, expand your consciousness, and break free of the barriers that we've set for ourselves. You know, see what's possible. If you want to connect with other people and keep the conversation going about the topics we explore on this podcast, please join the Facebook group at mindlove.com slash fbgroup. We'll post weekly challenges and have some extra content that's not on this podcast. And if you like what I'm bringing to the table, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review. Reviews are super helpful for the growth of this podcast and will entice even more exciting guests to come on the show. And if you have any other feedback or tips for the show or just want to say hi, I would love to hear from you. So send me an email at melissa at mindlove.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A at mindlove.com. That's it for this week. And I'll see you next week for our first full-length episode. Thanks for giving your mind a little love today. I'm your host, Melissa Monti. Thanks for tuning into your higher frequency with Mind Love. Head to mindlove.com for a free gift to keep your vibes up until next week. 